0: show the show that talks about what's happening out there in the world of technology and games today now we're not hanging around for anybody this morning we are going to crack straight into it and we've got adrian weckler the technology editor for the sunday business post on the line to talk to us about his technology forecast for 2013 adrian thanks so much for talking to us on the show today so what do you what are your predictions for tech consumer tech coming out in 2013 Well,
1: it's quite interesting when you look at where we are now, where we're going at the moment. One thing that surprises me about, uh, if you just take one of the areas that everyone is interested in is phones, the phone in your pocket. We've gone from being predominantly at the beginning of this year, 2012, most people were still buying old-fashioned keyboard phones. Now it's swung completely the other way. And uh, most people now, up to two-thirds, of all phone sales now, this Christmas will be uh, smartphones, i.e., uh, touchscreen smartphones with three or four inch screens. I actually think that's going to accelerate. I actually can't see um, any or very very few uh, ordinary keyboard mobile phones being sold uh, sort of by this time next year. Funnily enough, on that <clears throat> one, surprising facet about Ireland compared to other countries is that. Ireland is actually largely an iPhone country. In most countries, Android phones, you know, Samsung, HTC, Sony, they actually rule the roost. Three quarters of all of the smartphones sold in the world are actually Android handsets.
0: Are
1: they? Bizarrely, in Ireland, um, the iPhone is by far the best-selling phone. In fact, there are well over 10,000 iPhones sold a week now in Ireland. And one of the reasons for that is because, because BlackBerry and Nokia have fallen off so fast, particularly BlackBerry, um, a lot of older people now, people over you know, 35, 40, uh, they're now going to the iPhone as sort of the default dummy smartphone. So wow. that's having a big effect on other things in the tech world, such as um, people who want to program apps or create services they're now doing in ireland you actually have to do it now more for the iphone than for anything else even actually more uh, for the iphone than for uh for 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 regular websites or for ordinary computer uh, uh browsing access
0: wow and like uh, i suppose <laughs> i suppose you're talking to you a bit of a a mac fan girl here so <laughs> i guess i'd say well oh yeah i know. mean
1: i'd be with you there I, i've know. used Macs now for you know for more than 20 years Although, yeah. actually, recently, I, I, so I would use Mac, I would use, I'd use iPad over Android tablets, even though there are a few decent uh, alternatives out there. Talk yeah. about that if you like. Um, but in, re, in the last few months, I've actually migrated from iPhone over to Android phones. Um, I, quite a few people I know have done that as well. Why? Now, that wouldn't be the norm. Um, well, be, m- mainly because Uh, I think that Android phones have now actually superseded um, iOS and and, and iPhone in terms of their abilities, in terms of what they can do, in terms of the power, and even basic things like the screens. The phone I use at the moment is um, Samsung Galaxy Note 2, uh, which is a bit of a monster of a phone, okay, when you look at it first, but actually... You know, it, it's actually very, very usable. It is yeah. five and a five-and-a-half-inch screen. Now, to put that in context, the iPhone 5 is a four-inch screen, so it's a good bit bigger yeah. when you see it. But the flip side to that is you can actually do a lot more on it. And I don't mean watching movies non-stop. Yeah. I mean actually just browsing your Facebook timeline. It's actually an awful lot easier to do, Much better, uh, a much better screen than the iPhone's. Um,
0: it's, it's an in incredible screen
1: so it's Stuff like that I, So personally I've gone over to, to, to Android phones I think there's a lot more choice and, and the actual quality is better now But that would be swimming against the tide And uh, Most people yeah. I know Particularly those who aren't into tech Would, would, would go much more for iPhone
0: yeah and then the iphone 5 it's it's specs are so good which are i know they didn't come out with anything kind of revolutionary in terms of shocking us with you know a new kind of design or anything but like they did no. really make it much much better and but the thing about the note Two is that's got an incredible camera on it like i remember mm. when i was reviewing that um I took. I was at a con. A, um, the muse. Sorry, I was at Muse, and why I couldn't say that word there. I was at Muse, and um, I was taking. I took a photo. I was up in the balcony. I took a photo of um, you know the um, stage and everything. And I, when I zoomed in on that photo. I could see people's hairstyles, people's mm. like, like I could see everything in the crowd. It was it, I was like, I was baffled. You know. I yeah, really I mean, I, I, I'll,
1: I'll match. I'll see your example there, and I'll, I'll raise it. Um, <laughs> uh, a guy called Vince, Vince Surf, who was one of the guys who was credited as having invented the internet in the early seventies. Wow, American guy. He worked okay, for Google wow. now. He came over a few months ago, and a few of us were chatting away to him. And as we were chatting, um, I was taking a few snaps with my camera phone. Actually, at the time, it was a HTC One X, which also has an excellent camera on it, also has quite a large screen. But I was looking at the images. The photo editor of the Sunday Business Post and myself were looking at the images later on because I was writing a piece on it. And they were absolutely excellent. In fact, they were so good that we ran them over four columns to lead the page in the newspaper on Sunday. Now, that's not really something um, that you would have thought a camera phone can do, uh, you know, a a professional-grade photograph, but that's the kind of level um, that they're at now. Um, So having said that, you know, your mother and your father, my mother and my father, um, if they're going to get a smartphone, they're going to get an iPhone, and that's going to continue.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. My, I don't know. I'd say my parents wouldn't have a freaking idea how to work um, Apple. But,
1: but but, that, no, no, no. But, well, uh, you know. But,
0: I mean, it's, it's just, it just depends. That, yeah.
1: that usually plays into Apple's hands because it's the only mobile device which has a simple message and whose brand name, iPhone, everyone, including your parents, has heard of. In fact, for a lot of people, iPhone is sort of synonymous with smartphone because the rest of it is you know, is it a Samsung? Is it an Android? I, geez, mm. I, I don't know what I'm, what I'm getting here. Interestingly, while we're talking about Apple, in the last uh, two months, Apple's share price has absolutely tanked. It's fallen about, oh. um, it's fallen about 20, 20% or so. Um, and oh, right. this has people worrying. Coming back to 2013, this has people wondering what is going to happen to Apple in 2013. And yeah. there are two issues there. One is, is Apple going to come out with a new product? Uh, in other words, something that will wow us all. Because don't forget, the history of Apple in the last 10 to 15 years has been that every three years or every four years, it comes out with not just an upgrade of a product, but an, a brand new mold-breaking product or service. Okay, mm. I mean, you know, think of iTunes and the iPod, think of the iPhone, think yep. of the iPad, even think of the iMac. Um, and it hasn't done that now for a few years. Now, in the last couple of months, the share price is starting to fall. And part of the analysis around that is that uh, Apple may not have much up its sleeve anymore, or that's certainly the fear. It has been a fear ever since Steve Jobs passed Mm. away. Um, This is going to be interesting because... You know, Apple yeah. rules the tech world at the moment. If you ask any of your peers or friends what they want for Christmas, for example, guaranteed, mm. at least two out of five of them are going to want something maybe about you know an yeah. iPad an yeah. Mini, an iPhone, whatever.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: um, whereas in the next year, are we going to see companies like Samsung, uh, in particular, but also you know HTC, maybe even Nokia? Are we going to see companies like that? Um, Introducing interesting new products Sony or Sony are going to come back into interesting new products and are Apple just going to continue to sort of add marginal upgrades to their products that that's interesting in two looking towards the future that's interesting in two respects first of all from the financial point of view because actually a lot of people have apple shares and don't yeah. forget it is still by far the biggest company in the world uh, it's worth something like uh, I think it's worth five hundred and twenty five No, it's worth, I think, $600 billion it's worth at the moment. In fact, it's sales, Apple sales in revenue. uh, If you take Ireland's banking bailout, okay, the whole thing, all of the crap we've been putting up with for the last few years, okay, that is, in in its entirety, it's worth the equivalent of about six months of Apple sales, okay? (laughs) That's how big Apple is, right? (laughs) Um, So the question is, can Apple maintain that momentum? Can it, can it remain yeah. much bigger than even the biggest oil companies? And that's going to depend on whether it actually introduces a new product. Now, a lot of murmuring going on about an Apple television. And if Apple does introduce a new product, a new mold breaker, there's a lot of speculation that it's going to be TV, that it's going to try to do TV. Uh, to the television world and for TV mm. sets, what it did for phones.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, there are only rumors, but... Mm. Um, In the last week, a very, very senior analyst called Gene Munster, he's kind of a rock star tech analyst. He works for an American uh, research analyst company, uh, appeared to confirm that Apple is working on a television set. So that's going to be one very interesting thing to look to in 2013.
0: And do you think it's something we might see at CES or is that too soon?
1: Oh, way too soon, way way too soon, too soon. And in any case, in all the years that I've been going to CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show, the biggest tech, yeah. uh, trade, electronics show in the world in Las mm-hmm. Vegas every January, um, Apple has never actually formally turned up to it. So don't forget, Apple does, maintains right. this sort of uh, royal aloofness mm, uh, that yeah. it holds its own events A and mystery. it doesn't turn up to anyone else's. So it's unlike, I mean, if there was something in the works, what you would see is an awful lot of accessory manufacturers with products for an Apple television, you know, a case or a box or a remote yeah. control or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, there, there might be an indication there um, but I, I would say it's way too soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. I mean, there is a problem in Apple now as well because, you know, one of the most senior executives, engineers, the guy who was behind Scott the Forstall, iPhone software, Scott Forstall, yeah. Yeah. was fired over the yeah. the Maps, essentially over the Maps screw-up, uh, over, over iOS 6. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, all is not necessarily ticking smoothly in Apple uh, at the moment. Uh, it appears to be going for sales and volume and moving into China over revolution new products. But anyway, um, uh, you know, t- 2013 is going to be a very interesting year yeah, to for keep Apple, an yeah. eye on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I suppose we should move away from Apple a little bit and come back to <laughs> other kind of consumer tech, which you might foresee coming out next year.
1: Well, um, We're still we're we're still in an interesting area with regard to online privacy and the debate that is, in other words, Facebook. um, The debate that's continuing to evolve over that. We thought we had sort of settled the Facebook privacy debate last year when the Irish, um, the Irish Office for Data Protection, more or less gave uh, a, a clean bill of health to Facebook on behalf of the European. Uh, data privacy uh, offices because Facebook is located here so it acted as a proxy. But in the last couple of weeks, um, a group that calls themselves Europe Against Facebook, which is an Austrian group, mostly academics, uh, have indicated they're going to take a new action against Facebook um, based on privacy breaches. Now, the, the key issue here is, in 2013, are we going to see a tightening up of privacy? In other words, are you going to not worry so much about privacy on Facebook or is Facebook going to continue to try and push the limits and sell your information to advertisers? There's a very real effect of that already that that anyone listening to this show can see. If you try and sign in uh, to uh, say comment on a blog or a service or if you, there, there are a lot of web services now that ask you Um, not to sign in not to sign up with your own email but to sign in using Mm. facebook problem is that when you do that now increasingly uh you're 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 redirected to the facebook page which sort of warns you that this program or service might do x y and z and you're now afraid that whatever you do on this service is going to turn up in your facebook timeline. you don't you no longer have the confidence that facebook isn't going to try and pull a path pull a fast one and sort of uh publish anything you're doing outside of Facebook on your fa- your own Facebook timeline. So that's a real problem. And that's actually going to affect Facebook as well in yeah. the next year. Unless they tighten that up, unless they reinstill some confidence, you know, that whole Facebook verification system may fall flat in its face.
0: Because, <clears throat> like... People definitely don't want things popping up on their timeline without having, you know, given it the okay from themselves. Yeah. But like also, I don't know how much people, because I know that these companies, when they want you to sign in with Facebook, they're looking for your data and they're looking for marketing as to, you know, who they're trying to, you know, what people like and they're trying yeah. to use, collect all this information from you. And like, I don't know how aware people really are of that when they are signing in with Facebook
1: i I suspect the vast majority of people don't delve too much into it mm-hmm. I think the vast majority of people just want to log in, update, see what their friends are doing <clears throat> and not worry too much about what's mm. you know what what's going on in the background as long as nothing outrageous happens. Don't forget Facebook is free I mean yeah. that is still a Trump argument that they have. you yeah. know come on guys, you know we're giving you a free service if you don't like it, then just quit although it's actually very difficult to quit Facebook for two reasons. First of all, almost everyone you know, and I mean that literally, almost everyone you know is now on Facebook. Yeah. So it's, it's actually a very effective way of getting in touch with somebody. Um, and also, by this stage, you've uploaded so many photos mm. to Facebook that yeah. if you quit the service... You know, there goes the last three years of your life, you know, uh, pictorially. If you think, now that's not true for everyone, but an awful lot of people now, when they take photos, they might upload it to Facebook and they don't necessarily do anything else. They don't print it, they don't, yeah. you know, put it onto an external hard drive because it's just so easy to upload, especially from camera phones. Yeah. Um, so, totally. yeah. Um, there is a sort of a sense of nostalgia, or what what Facebook now is. If you've been on Facebook for a few years and uploading yeah. pictures, it's now actually part of your life.
0: Oh, totally and, yeah.
1: and so, how do you how do you just you know coldly kiss goodbye to part of your life? Yeah. You know?
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. That actually raises another interesting issue um, in terms of consumer gadgets, and that if cameras and camera phones. Uh, I've got some data recently from. Um, a sales house called, a research sales house called GFK, and what they do is they track, they measure the amount of gadgets and products and tech uh, tech products that are actually shipped and sold into the Irish market every year. And in the last 12 months, the number of compact cameras has actually uh, collapsed by a third in the Irish market. And the reason for that is that um, is is camera phones? Yeah,
0: you know. they're, they're they, so good. They're
1: they, so they good much better there. cameras. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. However, there's, there's another reason as well. It's not just the quality of the cameras. It's also that you can share from camera yeah. phones, right? Um, now there's a product that I've reviewed there uh, in the last couple of weeks. It's uh, Samsung, mm. brought it out called a Galaxy. They've a, a thing called a Galaxy Camera. Essentially, it's like a Galaxy smartphone, but it's actually a camera. So it's a camera with a huge screen on the back, huge touchscreen, that yeah. has the most up-to-date version of Android. And you can do anything on it. You can download apps, you can share it to Facebook, which means you take a photo and you share it immediately. Yeah, I think that's going to be a big thing in 2013 as well.
0: Because I, I, I know Samsung also had this. I think the w, WB850F is another Wi-Fi-enabled um, camera. But I remember when I used that, <coughs> it was... Um, it wasn't the easiest process to upload it or to email it straight away. It had Wi-Fi enabled. It mm. Well, this this it this was, new one,
1: this Galaxy yeah. camera. Not only does it have Wi-Fi, which, by the way, you can tether to your phone very easily. As in, you just hit on hit okay. click on your yeah. personal hotspot on your phone, and you'll yeah. pick up the Wi-Fi signal on the camera. But it also takes a SIM card. Okay. Which means you can actually have. If you want, three G, um, uh, either a prepay or a postpay yeah. a SIM card, stick it in there, and you can be shooting away, and you can just do what you want, and you can yeah. email them immediately, you can upload to Dropbox immediately, you can uh, upload to Facebook, tweet them,
0: but do you, do think, whatever you want. Do you think do people want? <laughs> do people want this gadget when they've already got it on their smartphone? Like,
1: um, it's a good question, um, but I suppose the question is. Can any compact camera of any uh, style or quality survive in an era of smartphones? Maybe not. I suspect when you're now looking at um, mm. most high-end smartphones now, not only 5 megapixel, but 8 megapixel cameras, which are good enough, more than good enough for casual snaps, the question is, um, at what point do people actually want better quality on their on their cameras? Now, personally, um, I would... I would vacillate between very good cameras and my camera phone. So no, I actually don't have much use for a compact camera. Um, However, I'd expect that there is still a market and niche for high-quality compact cameras which can share photos. And I I genuinely think you're going to see manufacturers like Panasonic, like Canon, and Nikon already have one,
0: um,
1: like like, uh, Kodak, like Fuji, Are going to get into that space
0: yeah and i suppose bringing it back then um not to apple but to apple's kind of their main rivals at the moment samsung what do you Mm. see them coming out with maybe in 2013 i I hear maybe i actually hear they possibly might have be going running with a qwerty keyboard and or or qwerty tablet sorry and um i know you said at the start of at the start of our conversation that you know the whole keyboard thing on smartphones is completely like gone now. And mm, why would they want much. to? Why would they want to bring it? I suppose, I suppose the whole idea was of tablets having keyboards and having docks which you can connect them with, is so that people can use them, um, much like what you would use maybe a MacBook yeah, Air or I'm, something uh, like.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean that's fine. That might work. I mean there are already docks. Four tablets mm. um there's a logitech make a, a, a really really one. nice one yeah they do um, for for the now it's pricey it's almost 100 euro yeah so the high-end one is a dead think they sell another one for 45 but um the only thing with that about that is that um having a keyboard with your ipad yeah fine grant that's basically called a laptop um <laughs> and yeah. you know
0: yeah
1: look there's no doubt that at some point, most of us need a laptop because a laptop, is, a laptop is actually very different from a tablet. A tablet is actually something which is almost completely used for non-work purposes. Okay, yes. people are going to say, oh, I download this work app, I keep up to date. That's fine. But by and large, you're using it mostly uh, for casual stuff. In fact, by and large, you're using it mostly in your home. You don't even bring it out of your house. That's what most people do. Yes. Uh, a laptop now is almost exclusively for work. If you think, of, if you have a tablet and a laptop, the only time you're actually going to use the laptop is, you know, if, you, okay, if, if you're big into cameras and you want to, you, photo editing or stuff like that for, for your own amusement. But other than that, it's really just to write or to, for, you know, for work-related stuff. So, yeah. um, I, I've, I mean, I have a hybrid at the moment that I'm testing. It's by Sony. It's Sony Vio Duo 11. Right. And it, it's an 11-inch tablet out of which a keyboard slides a bit like the asus transformer tablet except it's a windows 8 tablet so it has a full windows on it and also has the new windows 8 tablet format so it's a touchscreen tablet with a keyboard that slides out now it's impressive looking to look at in theory it's amazingly impressive except it's a bit clunky to use. It's very, very large. And you kind of, you, you realize very quickly that what you want is one or the other. You don't necessarily really yeah. want to have, you know, a laptop, uh, a, a keyboard attached to your, uh, to your tablet. In my experience anyway, people are, are going to differ in their expectations. But at the moment, tablet sales are killing laptop sales. Laptop sales are yeah. falling by 10% a year in Europe and the US. Wow. Uh, tablet sales are, you know, obviously surging. Now maybe it's still a young market, but um, it'd be interesting to see what happens with uh, with Windows Eight in that space at the moment. Yeah. Windows Eight is supposed to be the big rival, big new rival for the iPad, for iOS, yeah. and Android. At the moment, it's not taking off. It's actually not; that, they're not actually that's selling.
0: That's what I would have said myself. Mm-hmm. What What do you think about Windows Eight?
1: Um, I think it's uh, a powerful quite pleasant system to use there are two <laughs> versions there are three versions of Windows 8 the one that most people will come in contact with because they won't be able to avoid it eventually is on their computer on their PC and that's going to be a bit of a, a shock when they, when they see that uh, compared to Windows 7 because it instead of seeing a start button and seeing the normal Windows that they, they, they're used to they'll see a series of tiles now you get used to it it's actually mm. it's actually not bad at all yeah I, um, I kind of
0: like it now but yeah
1: uh, and yeah. the other uh, the other main iteration is on mobile phones. It's, it's uh, Windows Phone 8, and that is supposed to be an alternative to the iPhone and Android. Again, powerful system, very good for if you use a lot of Microsoft products like Microsoft Office, Microsoft Word, because yes. it integrates very nicely with that. Does all the basics very well. Not great on apps. Doesn't have very many apps. So that's a problem. The quality of the handsets is, is generally very good, the high-end handsets. And uh, not the Nokia Lumia range are pretty nice. Samsung, HTC uh, have, have have very nice Windows eight handset. It, hands it. The problem is that everyone now uses either iPhone or Android. That's yeah. just a fact. BlackBerry has completely, almost completely gone. Yeah. Um, they have a new uh, BlackBerry ten system coming in in February, which they're excited about. But I actually think the the, the race has already run for them. I mm. I, I can't see the corporate, the fifty somethings who used to use Blackberries. I can't see them returning to BlackBerry because they've all gone over to iPhone now. Yeah. I was talking to a room of, uh, full of accountants the other day, 100 accountants. I asked for, I asked for a show of hands as to how many, how many of them use Blackberries. Zero. <laughs> Zero out of 100.
0: I, I now, don't think I've seen a BlackBerry in, in yeah. like, I, I would say a year or two at least. Like yeah, the only
1: market they're still reasonably strong in is kind of the under-16s, and that's purely because they're cheap, uh, and because of prepay handsets and because
0: um under 16s, yeah, man, what sixteen what yeah. sixteen year old would want a black for oh because goodness.
1: because it's cheap and because um
0: but you the, you could get it ch- like meteor selling smartphones, what's the advert that they have out at the moment for like dirt cheap at the moment yeah yeah, fifty quid yeah yeah, yeah
1: absolutely, yeah, yeah, oh no, absolutely um I mean you for under a hundred euro at right now at the moment you can get uh, a, a decent HTC, you can get a, kind of a basic Samsung. You can actually get a very good Nokia uh, a Nokia Lumia 610, which again is a Windows phone. And that, the fact that it's under 100 euro now reflects the fact that Windows 7, Windows 8 phones aren't really selling. But you can get quite a lot for under yeah. 100 euro now. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. But, um, yeah, but so it's going to be interesting to see how, how that plays out, particularly with, with BlackBerry. Um, at the moment, it's Black. It's tab- Blackberry bought out a, pl- a tablet called the Playbook. When it launched in Ireland eighteen months ago, it was seven hundred euro. At the moment, they're being flogged off for one hundred and eighty euro.
0: Jesus! Oh my goodness! Um,
1: you can get them in uh, PC <laughs> World for one hundred and eighty euro. Sixty four gigabytes on it as well. If you look at the equivalent in an iPad Mini, it would cost you about six hundred and fifty euro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God, I I, I suppose. The S three just going back to Samsung there again. It it did so well this year. Do you reckon we'll see an S four?
1: Yes, I do. Absolutely. Um, mm. I, I think there there'll, there's no question that will be an What S4. would we see?
0: What 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 do you expect we'll see? Yeah, it's the... hard
1: to know. I think they. Uh, if you if you think about what the S three, doesn't have. It really isn't a lot. I mean, they've had four G. NFC, near-field communications, which allows you to pay for things with your phone. Um, they could improve maybe the, I suppose, the, the 4G receivers on the phone. At the moment, any smartphone, even if you're on a 4G network, um, it's limited in the speeds to, at which they can access the 4G networks. Because 4G networks can go, if you're in a, a decent cell with hardly anybody there you can go right up to 50, 60, 70 megabits per second you know that's kind of UPC landline speed that's sort of unheard of yeah. but most and an awful lot of smartphones can't actually take that speed physically through their uh, you know th- through their handsets yeah. so they could maybe improve that um, you know you can always improve things like cameras and video cameras further yeah. kill off the, the what remains the compact camera <laughs> yeah. uh, industry um, you can always improve ergonomics and design if, if there's one criticism of the samsung s3 it's that it still is a tiny bit plasticky um i mean it's fine it i, I haven't heard any complaints about it but if you put it side <laughs> yeah. by side with an iphone 5 the iphone 5 just looks nicer
0: it sure um, does and and especially when you bring the samsung galaxy um series b- bigger into their tablet size they just look yeah. cheap they just look yes cheap.
1: absolutely yeah absolutely um, so so they could improve there's a few things they could improve um, but in terms of you know a, a new wow feature it, it, it's, it's hard businesses. to I yeah. suppose if I knew that I'd probably be working for them
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah Adrian look thanks so much for for coming on to talk to us on the show today it's been a, a pleasure and I look forward to seeing those um, those uh, forecasts now next year <laughs> thanks Hilary Well, that's it for me on the Click Technology Show. I'm Hilary Johnson. Happy Christmas and have a great new year for me and the Click team here. Take care.